Welcome to the 20-digit Seam Review Podcast. I am your co-host, David. With me always is Alex. How are you doing today, Alex? I am well, as usual. Today is episode 37. This is an odd episode, and for odd, Alex, you take it away. So I'm going to hand it over to you to give the, uh, the overview and synopsis of today's episode. All right. So today we have uh, the film 300. 300 is hyperdramatic, but it's hyperdrama <laughs> done well. Uh, this film tells a story in a very riveting way. And my scene pick for this episode exemplifies this, while also being a famous scene that has spawned an internet meme all on its own. So, 300. It's a historical fiction film from 2006, starring Gerard Butler, directed by Zack Snyder, who also co-wrote the screenplay, along with a couple other people. Uh, and it's based on, this is uh, somewhat of an important fact, uh, based on a 1998 comic series by Frank Miller and mm. Lynn Varley. And Frank Miller was also one of the executive producers of this film. Okay, so he's got a hand in it as well. So, if you so can he wrote that. the comic? Yes, he, yeah, so he wrote the comic. Exec- and he produced this film. Uh, well, he was one of several executive one producers. Of, okay, yeah. okay, got it, yeah. got it. Uh, so... I guess you could call it a graphic novel. I haven't, I haven't actually seen it, but this is this one mm-hmm. research has uncovered. Okay. So that that's setting the, the stage for the creation of this. Okay, so uh, what's going on here in this film? The King Leonidas of Sparta, which is a city state in ancient Greece, um, and we've got the the Spartan warriors that's being depicted here. This culture as this early fifth century BC in Greece, and uh, what's happening in the film is your uh, King Xerxes or Xerxes, how you want to say it, uh, king of Persia, is leading this vast army coming up out of Persia against Greece. And in this film, Sparta's the next uh, city to be conquered in and swallowed up by the big monster of the army. Okay? Persian messengers are sent to King Leonidas. And so that's where we get this scene here. <laughs> the famous scene, quote-unquote, this is Sparta. This is the famous scene where the Spartans throw the Persian envoys uh, down a well. And it's, uh, as I've mentioned, famous on the internet. You just type that in, you're going to see all the memes of people uh, kicking uh, <laughs> the, the envoys down the well and, and so on. Uh, but for the first time, I think, in, that we've done in this in our series here, our podcast series, uh, is I actually want to talk about a little more of the film as a whole and not just the scene. I mean, sure. we can focus on this sure. scene, but sure. it, this scene exemplifies just a lot of the things that I liked about about this film. Um Again, it's hyper dramatic. It's just really overly dramatic in, in a lot of ways, and you can definitely see um, in in like in the in the cinematography, for example, by Larry Fong, uh, and then the music by Tyler Bates. It, it definitely comes across. Uh, I'm sure that they did it on a purpose. It, it feels like a comic book as you're watching mm-hmm, it. Just mm-hmm. lots of of and and the, the music and the super slow mo. Like, yes, lots of slow motion. Twenty all frames over. per second. Just like <laughs> yes. horses riding. Just yeah, Like it's just so epic. Is that yeah, the word? Yeah. <laughs> sure. And and this isn't even the only one, right? It's it slow moves throughout the film. <laughs> it at it the is. dramatic moments in the combat, in the in the in the dramatic scenes between characters. Um also commenting I wanted on on the extreme color grading chosen by oh my the, God, the filmmakers. Yeah. It's almost yeah. monochromatic. Like if it's orange, it's just orange and black. And or if it's gray, it's blue gray. You got the cool and all that. So 
uh, surely again done on purpose, but it's to, to great effect, and it, it really works. Uh, even the, the the acting, the extreme manner of speech, they're practically spitting out their words, screaming <laughs> at the top of their lungs, their lines, in particular, right? Of course, like this is Sparta. <laughs> the slow motion falling i swear like, every greek friend that i know like they've done <laughs> they've done a variation of this whether it's part of halloween or something and they're so excited to show me look here look look remember that scene from 300 <laughs> this is <Sparta. laughs> just, they're all dressed to the part the beard and everything it's just yeah it's yeah yeah pretty famous for that alone i don't even think people seen this film but they know this scene and where did that yeah, well yeah. show up where did that well come from like they were just walking they were just walking <laughs> da, 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 da. all of a sudden he's at the edge of the well like who walks right which has no barrier either the children are playing in the in the the city square <laughs> and it's just <laughs> it's just an open well that's like 20 foot diameter <laughs> It just it just comes out of nowhere. Who walks to the edge of it? Anyway, it's just funny. Right, and why, why would they dig a well that that is that huge, as opposed to <laughs> you know your typical five foot diameter well? Right, it's just this huge pit that is so so down that you can't see anything in there. I mean, um, won't the dead? Won't they like uh, pollute the water? I mean, that's. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> go get like, them, all right. right yeah i guess they're dead now all right guys a few days later we gotta who, like, we, we gotta need get an extraction crew we gotta get some water here get an extraction crew <laughs> yeah. let's get this guy out of here <laughs> <laughs> we, we made our point all right we're all done all right. <laughs> <laughs> we made good press <laughs> but actually um according to some of my research that i looked up uh that well incident was actually done by the spart it was true that it was done by the spartans but it was done during a different uh time period on, on okay. the previous persian king darius <laughs> okay so <laughs> who, who also yeah. similarly sent envoys but you know they just they so they sent them down pieces. the well they killed them in, in yeah, the yeah well. they, they threw them down the well according, so according someone to had to so someone had to go fetch them <laughs> <laughs> i guess <or> okay maybe <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this a really fun film to watch, and just all the combat scenes, and you can just imagine uh, teenagers being so impressed by, it, like, oh wow, this is such a this is great. These guys were great. There was only a few hundred, couple hundred, or three hundred of them, and they just fought them off by picking up the great strategy. Um, but yeah, overall, this is uh, yeah recommended for for how, I, I what think, they, how they portray stuff. I think this movie was not supposed to succeed. <laughs> I remember. I mean, there's no Gerard, but no one knew this guy, no one who he was. Right, uh -huh. he wasn't like your famous actor. No one knew who he was, and no one knew who Lena Headey was either at the time, and. I think after shortly after this, I think this role helped her win Game of Thrones. The um, mm. landed a major role in Game of Thrones, so this I, I'm almost certain this helped because <clears throat> she she played it so well. But it wasn't supposed to succeed. I think they did a marketing poll ahead of it, and no one knew about it. So hmm. it's interesting how this succeeded well because I think it, the budget was in the forty. Like it was not a heavily budgeted film. But they made hundreds and hundreds of millions for this one. 
So interesting. I think there was another comic-y, book-y kind of feel was like Sin City was another one that was done. I don't know if it was the same crew. We'll have to check after, but uh, very, mm-hmm. very similar. Um, obviously, completely different premise, but very different for the screen. I think I think people liked the fact that this was a departure from your standard thing. And I mm. think that's what made it interesting for people to go see. Uh, and that's a huge risk. You know, even if you're spending 40, 50 million or so, you have no idea if people are going to watch this thing. And then you don't spend anything on marketing and all of a sudden they're laughing to the bank. So good on them on making this. It certainly, I think it, it solidified both actors, uh, their careers for years to come. Gerard Butler is, uh, yeah, certainly a staple now on a lot of the action movies. Um, yep, yep, and continues to be so. I mean, some you know arguably be rated <laughs> B B movies, but still I mean, he's still around and he does a half decent, a pretty good job. So <clears throat> sometimes you just don't know when you get that break, and uh, this was certainly one of them. It was very very strange. I think it's. I don't know about you, but I'm not sure if it um, survives the test of time necessarily because it's just so overly dramatic. <laughs> but it um, it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, the whole Hong Kong film, action film. You know, John Woo brought the whole super slow-mo, like two-gun, <laughs> you know, super slow-mo, really a big thing in the 90s. I think this was a sort of a, a post-strip of, of that influence. Before that, it was not super slow-mo at all. He, he brought that to the cinemas, I think. And uh, this kind of maybe just sort of a slightly influenced from all of that from that genre of, of, of 90s action films. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that, uh, I think you kind of covered everything there in terms of, especially the color grading. It's so weird. Very, very weird. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that before. And that was, I think that's what attracted people to go, hey, let's go check this out. Looks kind of cool. Yeah, so, yeah. compared to most yeah. films, like mm-hmm. before, during, or after, it's just really extreme like i i just paused at some point like uh the the, the, the scene where um taking the skulls out of his bag yeah, and showing yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. in that in that uh, outdoor square there there's it's almost literally two colors with a little bit of shade in between yeah. but it, and to the point where some of the shadows are like overly shadowy like yeah. they're just black blotches high contrast really yeah, high yeah. contrast uh creating choices there to to show the extreme even conditions of the environment so mm-hmm. i think it interesting creative choice and well in this case it succeeded and did well and, and for years to come will ever ever be known as that mem that uh, i think it will t- that that will survive the test of time i believe yeah, <laughs> yeah no shortage of, of gifts and and whatnot yeah <laughs> that so great choice incredible. uh definitely one that uh, people can refer to uh, being influenced. So thank you for sharing that today with us there, Alex. And mm-hmm. thank you all for listening in on this one. Yep. Have a good night, everyone. Hope you had fun with this as much as we did. Take care. And uh, we'll, uh, I think I have a good one next time. I have a really good one. I really, uh, I think we should, uh, 
gonna, we're gonna <laughs> have a good one with, we're gonna have a lot of fun with this one too that we're gonna do next all right yep let's stay tuned for that everybody okay take care everyone bye-bye bye-bye thanks for listening you can email us at scenereview at 20digit.com and find us on YouTube by searching for 20 Digit Productions. And we're 20 Digit on Twitter and Instagram. Note that our website and all our online IDs are spelled with numbers 20DIGIT. Thanks for listening to the 20 Digit Scene Review Podcast. <laughs>